this game. Many levels in this game. Many levels in this game. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the first week of December. Welcome to the last month of the 2023 year. Pretty crazy. Welcome to I See Things a Little Differently. This is the review of episode two, season one of Gen V. And things pick up tremendously here. And I'm trying to think off the top of my head if there's any time where the boys felt like there was filler episodes. I think the first two episodes tend to be filler episodes of each season. Because you got to remember, there's eight, between six to eight episodes each season, they usually drop the first two to three episodes, and then it goes weekly, which is what I think they did here. But honestly, by the time I this show even got on my radar, um, I think it was at episode seven. And then someone had told me, hey, you should watch it. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to check it out for the show. And they said, I'll watch it now. They said, no, no, just wait, because there's only one more episode. I said, okay, that sounds cool. So I actually took, um, actually it wasn't a, a, a long at all, it was eight, being eight episodes. Um, it was only one day I binged them all. Um, and it wasn't like I was straight. It was just, went, handled some business, watched three or four episodes, came back, handled some business, same thing. Um, but um, this was, th this is different, obviously, because it's, introduction to new characters we're learning new people um but even the, the whole filler thing isn't bad my point in saying that is is that this season they were balls to the wall and because it is so connected to the greater boys universe that it it just made it just made sense for it to go to where it was you know i didn't feel like anything was filler you know and if someone said they felt like Episode two was filler. I mean, I'm not gonna argue with you. It's your opinion. It's all, you know. See, it it could be subjective at times, but uh, no, I didn't think this was. I, I feel like we were in the middle of the stuff immediately, you know. So, just a little reminder: Golden Boy commits murder suicide, and now the one thing Vought is good at doing is flipping the narrative. And so, episode two. We really, we really get more in depth with this top ten list and how uh, the top ten students, they're ones vying for the spots to be in the seven. And if you remember, we left off with the boys. I think there's like four spots left in the seven. There's only three because Mavis presumed it, but we know she's not. But she has no more powers because she saved everybody. Starlight left. Homelander killed Noir, and someone else is not there anymore. I just know that the dive is still there, Homelander is there, and I can't remember the run, the, the, the speedster's name, but the speedster, so it's only three, um, everyone else at, at some point in time left or got killed, um, so it's one of those situations where um, now they're just, they're just trying to get people in as much as possible, so this is what everyone's competing for, Jordan is the most ambitious by far, always talking about uh, they're ranking and always saying they feel let down. Andre is the chosen one uh, because polarity is on his dad is on the board, 
and so he's constantly pushing for him, and so Polar. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna call the dad polarity. I'm just gonna say Andre's name, but since Andre then vaulted to number one, but due to the story that the narrative pushed, having the first black woman to potentially be in the seven, also having the first freshman black woman to do what she did, air quotes, air quotes, because you know air quotes, and fighting Golden Boy, they pushed Marie to the moon as well. Um, so it's just one of those things where it's all about the narrative, right? That's one thing I could say this. They take real world situations and they're so good at, at we already know these things, but they do it in such a way where it's like, man, I, I, I know it's grimy, I know it's disgusting, but it's so fuck, fucking smart. But you hate it because you know what's happening every day in our real world, you know? Uh, but yeah, uh, but yeah, either way, just, it's, I'm rambling there, but, um, essentially Marie becomes a black starlight. I said this in episode one review, but even they mentioned that, like, she can become the black starlight. So, there's an interview, and both Marie and Andre is supposed to be there, but Andre is obsessed now with trying to find out what it was that Golden Boy said in the previous episode. Golden Boy whispered something to him, and essentially he said, your dad has it. Well, there's a statue of his dad. And so his he ends up like, it's, he hides it, of course, in the boy's fashion. He hides it in his, air quotes, dick. So he opens it up. Now him and Kate have gotten close. It's clear him and Kate, like, when, before whatever is revealed about them, when you're dealing with them and talking about them, it's clear they have a they have a great chemistry. Like they have more so of a chemistry than um I would say Golden Boy and and Kate have. Like you could just tell it's a genuine love there and of respect there between Andre and Kate. You could tell like it, it you I would to me there's a different energy when you have best friends. When you have best friends that never had that Awkward moment. I'm doing air quotes again, as Seinfeld has said. It's just a different energy. This felt like a sexual chemistry. This felt like something was going to happen. The way they were constantly in each other's faces. The way they were constantly just looking at each other. Especially Kate. You know, both of them, but especially those two. You can tell they truly lean on each other. Um, But Jordan, essentially, he's left out. Because Ashley, as Ashley said, he won't won't, uh, uh, rank well with Florida and in Dallas because he's an Asian gender swapper which that's harsh but it's probably true I'm saying black people though so it's like it's like it's like it's the only blow to Asians you know but it's just like I said they do such a good the writers let me tell you something just when I'm as I'm every, every time I'm writing something new and I'm trying to think of can you say this can you say this can you say this it all about your branding it really is the boys are not branded for children or for the weak of heart so that's why there's really no backlash. I, I, I look here. I'm not on Twitter every day. I'm not on Twitter at all, mostly. So you guys will have to be the ones that tell me whether or not they actually have backlash towards them. I don't see it though. I don't really hear it because they don't brand themselves as being for everybody. They're really not. They have their audience. I don't think it's a niche audience by any stretch of the imagination because the same audience they have is the same audience Deadpool has. It's a raunchy. It's a. It's a. I'm not going to be a super offended. Or probably offended at all. I, I'm, I, I'm wanting. I want to. Example goes back to season three of the boys, where Soldier Boy is talking about Bill Cosby and saying how the Cosby's a great America's father, and boom, boom, boom. 
And that joke alone, I remember when I heard that, I said, God damn, if that doesn't cause controversy, and it didn't, I didn't hear anything. But once again, I'm not on Twitter, so I don't actually live in that world where I get all the offensive at, at once. I don't, you know, it usually it usually doesn't trickle down to, to me until, if it's, unless it's a really big, you know, controversy. Um, but every time I, I'm like, man, can I say it? I, this type of show lets me know you can still write stuff like this. And it, it and it just hits because it's all about context, you know. It's all about what this character is trying to get through, and so I don't know. It's just to me, it's just great rhyme. But anyways, the investigation into the woods begins, and um, essentially, Annabeth Marie's main goal she wants to be a hero, but her ultimate goal is to, is to reconnect with Annabeth. Annabeth, who when we see in flashbacks after. Uh, she accidentally kills her parents, Marie. Annabeth is like, you killed them? Why would you do that? What's going on? Kate actually has some good words in the next episode, I believe. Um, is about how the parents are the ones who put the drugs in their kids. For a dollar. For a quick buck. So the parents are the really ones that are at fault for the consequences of the actions of the kids that the kids had no choice because the kids were doing what the parents told them. But that's, old, that's, that's, that's down the road. But anyways, um, essentially, Andre now is just doing an investigation, and then we see that the guards that are protecting the woods, they have the sound of, I don't know what to call it, but essentially because the soups have super hearing better than humans, they have this little sound wave thing that they use that kind of uh, derails, that can uh, temper the... uh, the, the, the soups. Well, Andre's caught. Mind you, Kate and him just had a moment where they say, hey, he says, hey, you know, um, you don't want, don't go off and do anything stupid. Well, this is all during where you're supposed to be doing an interview and all this type of stuff. And he's just, he can't help it because he, he's like, he's obsessed with knowing what is going on here. Especially once he realizes that Sam was a kid that, that they helped catch, which they didn't, which they didn't know. So, excuse me. So, um, just when you think Andre's going to be caught because the sound wave uh, machine or recorder or whatever, all of a sudden another guard comes over, clearly enchanted, and she's talking very raunchy to him and everything like that. And finally, Kate walks up and touches the the, the new guard, and he ends up sucking his... So there we go. We saw a lot of dicks in this season. A lot, a lot, way too many. I don't think we saw. This, I don't think we've seen this many dicks in the boys proper, but ton of dicks in this in this season. So that's a, that's clearly a thing. Um, unfortunately, <laughs> I see my own dick all the time. But anyways, um, so at the end of the day, like we end up seeing now how we think that every time she enchants somebody, she's like overdoing it, right? But as we'll find out later, is another reason for her essentially passing out. Once she uses her powers, but it's one of those situations where, as so right now, her and Andre get out of there, and now there has to be a plan B um, instead of them going down there and getting caught. Um, but now he misses Andre, misses the interview. The interviewer tries to rattle what she does. Uh, Marie, no, she doesn't do a good job of it, but she tries to rattle Marie before saying that, "Oh, we spoke to Annabeth, and she wants nothing to do with you." That was her way to get try to get her to cry on camera. Uh, it didn't really work. Um, Jordan did ask for um 
Marie to tell the truth that she fought uh, Golden Boy. She does not do that. She follows the script because she doesn't know what to do. She's just trying to, she's trying to keep her head down. But everyone's putting all this extracurricular pressure and work on her, and so she's just trying to do what's best for her, keep her head down. But people are not allowing that. I have been there before, where I legit had a job. True story, where. I was, um, so I, I would go to work. My hours were 4 a.m. to 12 p.m. Remember that. And I would leave every day, same time every day. So because you could clock in like 10 minutes early, I, I would get there like 3.50. Just so, I, just so I could leave early. Even though it wasn't early, it was like, hey, because I had another job as well. So it was like, hey, I, I can leave 10 minutes early, get home 10 minutes early. I can then just go right to freaking sleep and wake up. And um, then actually get as much... Uh, rest as I can be and be as fresh as I can, right? So one day, um, I do the same routine every day. I wake up from my nap. I'm getting ready to go to my second job. And I get a text from some of my co-worker. And they're like, hey, man, um, this is kind of weird. Sorry to bother you, bro. I know you don't like being bothered during when you're not at work, but I need to kind of talk to you. So I call them on my way to my second job. And they're like, I didn't know this was a thing, but you're about to be written up. I said, written up for what? They were like, you're going to be written up because you leave work on time. I said, what'd you say to me? I said, yeah, they told me like that was a thing that they could do. They could write you up for leaving work on time. So that makes no fucking sense. And they were like, oh, I, I thought it was weird, but the way it was broken down to me, blah, blah, blah. So now I'm hot. Now my second job was chill. But now I'm hot. So now I'm like, all right, now I'm preparing to go into my job for a fight. Once again, I'm just keeping my head down, going to work and leaving, right? I'm not doing anything wrong. I come in the next day, prepare for a fight, and no one says anything to me. Turns out, as I get told by another little birdie later on, like the next day, oh, yeah, well, the regional manager, found, I guess the regional manager was in the building. Dude was super cool, regional manager at least. And he was in the building, and they told him that their plan about what they were going to do. He said, well, you can't write someone up. You can write someone up for anything. You can't actually write someone up for anything from a job, but that will bring a lawsuit. Because wh- what are you gonna do? Because if you because if he leaves early, if he leaves on time every day, then you have to write him up every day. Then you have to fire him. And if you fire him for leaving work on time, well, that's a lawsuit. Where he's gonna be a millionaire. He's gonna own this company. You guys are gonna be broke. What what's the purpose here? Well, we want and they, apparently the conversation went like, well, we want him to stay later. We want well, you have to pay him to stay later. We all know his second job. You know, if we paid him more, hint, hint, then he probably wouldn't have a second job. But we have to pay him to stay. We can't just ask him to stay off the clock. So anyways, I've been there before where you just try to keep your freaking head down and people just are bringing you into everything. So it's just super weird. But either way, Marie actually handles it like a champ. She does come off like, and I, I hate to keep saying the black starlight, but it's just really the best example I can think of because... For as much shit as she should be staying out of, she's just getting in the middle of it, and it's part a big part of it's because people keep bringing her into it, you know. And so, anyway, she's doing what she has to do. So essentially, we see now that okay, the woods are real; they are experimenting on soups, kid soups, and now now how many people know about this? This is a vot not not it's not a vot owned school. But it is a VOT um, funded school. So it makes sense, you know. But you gotta remember, these are kids. They don't know how corrupt VOT is. 
they think so that, that's why they're aspiring to be the things that in the seven there's they don't know the behind the scenes story because of the spin that's put on it so um to me i thought this was a fun episode um the little the little the little nuggets they drop in here it's nothing towards it's like you don't see the bigger picture come into play like legitimately i will say this in episode eight so many or episode seven i guess so many things were revealed. I said, oh, I didn't see that coming. That was just great fucking writing. You know, so it's still to this moment. You don't see what's coming. And you're like, oh, okay. And when you do get everything in your face. I feel like every question was answered. Even though they're having multiple seasons. They, have, they, I'm, they clearly got, I, I don't know it's for a fact. But they clearly got renewed already for season two. I'm pretty sure they're going to announce it. If they haven't already announced it by the time you hear this. But um, uh, it's just amazing how I didn't see any of it coming. But once again, when you're enjoying something, it turned out, just, I keep saying this, it puts everything to the back burner, all the overthinking. It just puts all of it to the back burner. And it's just like, wow, that was just great freaking writing. It was just, it's just awesome, you know? So that's, that's pretty cool. So, anyways, um, that is your show for this week. That's review of episode two. Next week is episode three. Um, review of it. I am just a little chemical. I see things a little differently. Follow me on Spotify, Instagram. Hit the Q&A up on Spotify. Give five stars on Spotify and every other platform. You can help us grow on Apple Music as well, or Apple Podcasts as well. Excuse me. So, this is it. I'm, I'm so chemical, and we are out. <laughs>